If you would, turn in your Bible with me and stand with me. uh, 1 John chapter 3, we're going to study today verses 19 through 24. So 1 John chapter 3, verses 19 through 24. says, By this we shall know that we are of the truth and reassure our hearts before Him. For whenever our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart, and He knows everything. Beloved, if our heart does not condemn us, we have confidence before God, and whatever we ask, we receive from Him, because we keep His commandments and do what pleases Him. And this is the commandment, that we believe in the name of His Son, Jesus Christ, and love one another just as He has commanded us. Let's hear that again. And this is His commandment, that we believe in the name of His Son Jesus Christ and love one another just as He has commanded us. Whoever keeps His commandments abides in God and God in Him. And by this we know that He abides in us by the Spirit whom He has given us. Let's pray together. God, we again thank You for Your Word, God, that is eternal and transforming. And God has everything that we need today, uh, Lord, to find Your strength, Your power, Your hope. Uh, God, that we could live a life that truly loves You with all our heart and soul and mind and strength and that loves one another. And Lord, we pray for that today. God, deliver us uh, from bitterness and, and hatred. Deliver us from unforgiveness and, and uh, selfishness and whatever grudges, God, whatever idols we're holding. God, Your power is here today to break through all of those things. Um, and we pray that Your Word would break through today. God, that as You send out Your Word today, we thank You. It, it won't return void. And so we pray uh, that You move, uh, that You change, that You transform, that You bring light to darkness today. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. So today we're continuing uh, in our study of the book of 1 John. And uh, we've been looking at love, at His kind of love. Uh, And so I want to review a little bit from last week uh, where we talked about what biblical love is. Uh, And so this is, uh, we don't, you know, in a lot of ways we have to abandon what we've learned about love from the world. Sometimes even our families, right? The type of love we experience uh, in our family uh, isn't biblical love. Right, it's uh, it's an altogether different type of love, and so we we at times have to work through those issues uh, that are caused by unbiblical love, uh, and uh, and move into a new kind of love, and that's the kind of love that we find in God through Jesus Christ, uh, through the power of the Holy Spirit, uh, in the Holy Scripture, in God's Word. And, uh, and so the biblical love that we find is, number one, we talked about it's not feelings-based. 
Right? Love in the world, it's all based on feeling. As long as you keep making me feel good, I'm going to love you. But as soon as you stop making me feel good, I'm going to abandon you and I'm going to find the next thing that makes me feel good. And when that stops making me feel good, I abandon that and I look for the next thing, right? And that's kind of a worldly idea about love. Is that as long as I feel good, then I do whatever I want to do. And then when I don't feel good anymore, I get rid of whatever's not making me feel good regardless of how it makes them feel, and I find what makes me feel good. Uh, so that's kind of a, the worldly idea about love. And that, that's permeated into all kinds of places in our society, uh, in the way we raise our kids, in the way we're treated at school, and all those types of things. And so we've got to abandon that. That, that biblical love is not feeling. Now, there's feelings in it, thank God. There's wonderful feelings when we turn to God and we follow Christ and we give our lives to God, but it's not all about feelings. It's got to be about knowledge, right? We also, biblical love is knowledge-based. So even when I don't feel good about things, I'm going to do what God says, Right, Even though I may not have this ooey-gooey feeling about somebody, I'm going to treat them like God wants me to treat them or like I would want them to treat me as Jesus taught. Right, And so all that comes on the knowledge of what God has done in Jesus Christ and who Jesus Christ is. Right, What Jesus Christ did on the cross. Right? He didn't want to go to the cross. There was nothing pleasant about being crucified on a cross. Right? Being mocked and spit on by the very people that you created. Uh, there was nothing pleasant about that. There was no great feelings about that. But He did that in love to show us what true love is like. He knew that, to, that He had to die on the cross to, for, for our sins to be forgiven. For us to have a way to get back to the God that created us. He had to pay the price for our sin. And that knowledge kept Him on the cross suffering and dying in our place, right? And so my knowledge about God and what Jesus has done and what God says love is, that's what my, that's what my love is based upon, right? Because it's biblical love. Biblical love is based on a covenant we talked about, right? And a covenant is it's not like uh, you know your your commitment to your phone plan or whatever, right? Where you have it for a little while and then you give up on it, right? Uh, a covenant is, and the covenant in the Bible is a blood covenant forever. Uh, it's a forever covenant that I enter into this relationship with God, and I'm going to pursue God and put God first in my life till the my dying breath. God is going to be number one. Uh, and, uh, and so a covenant relationship is what biblical love is based on. And biblical love is so much deeper and wider and higher and so much stronger than any human mind can comprehend. And biblical love is true love. Right? We talked about that last week. Everything else is a cheap imitation. Everything else is a cheap imitation. So the challenge today is we just continue to challenge ourselves in this chapter. What kind of love are you seeking? What kind of love are you seeking? And so if you're following along in our sermon notes today, uh, one side of it has the, uh, the next part, part two of this message. And, and that is, you know, his kind of love that we find in the Bible is going to simplify our lives. It's going to simplify our lives. His kind of love is a love that simplifies. And there's great wonder and blessing in that. 
right? Because in the world, things get complicated, right? I saw in this old Western the other day, this guy, he tells this, this guy tells another guy, you're trying to make mud out of clear water, right? You're trying to make mud out of clear water. And that's basically what love is in the world. It's this muddy, who knows what it really is type of thing. And uh, one day it's this and one day it's that. And nobody's, you know, everything's complicated, right? Uh, That can be your relationship status on Facebook, right? You can put that. It's complicated. And, And so everything is complicated out there, right? But the love that we find in the Bible can bring simplicity, to our lives, right? Because His kind of love, it, it simplifies our lives. Number one, His love simplifies through knowledge. By this we shall know that we are of the truth and reassure our hearts before Him. Right, So we can have a knowledge about God that brings assurance into our lives. That number one, I am loved by God. Right? And that's simplicity. I'm loved by God. And how do I know that love? Because I see the life of Jesus Christ. And while I was still in my sin, He died on the cross for me. And God so loved the world that He allowed that to happen. He sent Jesus to die on the cross for me. And then God raised Him from the dead. And He's alive today. And that is love. Right? I can know, I can have that knowledge that no matter how I feel, I don't feel loved, I'm struggling, I'm going through a hard time, and yet I have that knowledge that I am loved. Even if I don't feel it, I'm loved. And so I don't have to try to, to earn love from people. I don't have to try to you know, impress people and try to do whatever, right? Because I have that knowledge that in God, in Jesus Christ, I am loved. And that simplifies my life. Right? That doesn't, I'm not chasing after all kinds of highs and, and all kinds of you know, uh, fixes and you know, whatever, worldly stuff out there. I have that knowledge that I am loved. And when you know that truth, uh, your heart is reassured, right? Your life is simplified. His kind of love simplifies through His empowerment, right? Or I'm sorry, I jumped ahead. Through His greatness. His love simplifies through His greatness. Uh, verse 20, For whenever our hearts condemn us, God is greater than our heart, and He knows everything. Right? So whenever our hearts condemn us, Right? Whenever uh, in, inside we, we feel like, oh, I'm, I'm no good, nobody loves... Right? The greatness of God realizing is even though I am in sin, even though right, I've done whatever I've done or said whatever I've said or thought, God's love is still there for me. Right? And God's love is greater than my sin, greater than my, uh, my doubts, greater than my fears. God's love is great. And so His love simplifies through that greatness. That even though my own heart condemns me, right? even though I can't even trust my own emotions or feelings, God's love is greater. And that can bring, bring simplicity that I stop worrying and, 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 and focusing on those feelings I have or whatever my heart is saying, right? Uh, and I follow God and I allow His greatness to just bring simplicity, right? And I can just think. Everywhere I'm thinking, I'm horrible, I'm bad, I'm this or I'm that, I start to think, God, You're great. God, You're greater. 
this is how I feel, God, and yet you're greater. Right? And I worship and I turn to Him. His love can simplify through His greatness, through that knowledge that God is greater. Right? That God is greater than whatever else I'm faced with. His love simplifies through His empowerment, which leads to obedience. Right? Not my powerfulness, but His empowerment. I cannot do it without God. I cannot do it in my own strength without God's power. And so He brings that power into my life. Beloved, if our heart does not condemn us, we have confidence before God. And whatever we ask, we receive from Him because we keep His commandments and do what pleases Him. So whenever I need help, whenever I need strength, whenever I need power, I come to God and He will answer my prayer. Right? And yet I've also got to be in obedience to Him. Right? I've got to be in obedience to God. And that's where a lot of people complicate their lives. Is they're like, oh, why is God doing this to me? And why? Well, you're doing this and you're doing that and you're not believing this and you're right. And you could just make a list of all the ways they're living disobedient lives to the Word of God. And yet it's God's fault, right? And, and why isn't God listening? Why isn't God giving me, right? And so when we align our lives with the will of God, He is going to bless us and empower us. And that's going to simplify things. Right? That's going to simplify things when I'm trusting in Him. And, and through His power, I'm going to be able to, to live in obedience to God. And that's going to simplify so many things in our lives. Get simpler when we obey God. Right? When we start saying, yes, Lord, and no to the things of this world. It's going to bring a lot of simplicity into our lives. And then His love simplifies through Holy Spirit-given faith in Jesus Christ and Holy Spirit-given love for one another. Right? Uh, we can't do it on our own. Verse 23 again, And this is His commandment, that we believe in the name of His Son Jesus Christ and love one another just as He has commanded us. Sometimes we think, oh, it's too hard. It's too hard to love these people. Right? It's too hard. And yet it's so much harder. And it's so much more complicated to hate people. <laughs> right? It's so much harder and, and it invites so much more evil into our lives when we allow bitterness and, and hatred and grudges. It's going to complicate things in a whole other level. Right? And I know it's difficult to love one another. Right? And, and, uh, and yet we are commanded to. It's not an option. If you want the blessings of God in your life, if you want to live in His kind of love, if you want to know a love that can simplify, that can transform your heart and your life, uh, you've got to love one another. right? And we've got to believe in the name of His Son, Jesus Christ. We've got to believe in Jesus Christ. The devil's not listening to any other name. Right? We think that it, oh, uh, you know, the Lord, I hope the man upstairs is going to bless us. The devil doesn't care about the man upstairs. He doesn't, he doesn't run. He doesn't bow down. He doesn't flee from the man upstairs. It's got to be the Lord Jesus Christ. 
Right? Because He is the risen One. He is the One God sent. He is the One that demons shook and, and, uh, and were you know, cast out of people and, and fled. We've got to believe in the name of Jesus Christ. Right? And love one another. It's got to go together. And then His love simplifies when a believer abides in Him. We've got to abide in Jesus Christ. Whoever keeps His commandments abides in God and God in Him. See, a lot of times we think about doing good stuff and bad stuff as, oh yeah, you know, I want to be a good person or, um, you know, everybody's a sinner. Oh well, I just keep doing this bad stuff, right? Whatever it is. But it's really not about being good people or bad people. It's about sticking close to God, abiding in God and not abiding in God, right? Uh, it's about how closely do I want to live to the heart of God? How, you know, how, how, you know, have you ever hugged somebody and they're just like this? Right? And it's like, you know, uh, you, you're, you've embraced them in your hug and they're just like, whatever. Right? Millennials out there, that's what it's like when we hug you. Yeah, you're just like, okay. So, uh, right? And, uh, and then you hug somebody and they hug you back. It's a whole other thing, right? Kennedy's looking at me like, can't believe you're just kidding. And you hug, right? And they hug you back, right? And so, uh, so that's kind of what, you know, uh, God's His love is there. He wants to embrace us. But we, we, we just want to like whatever, you know, because we want to be out there living in the world, doing the world's things, having, you know, embracing the world's ideas about love. But it's really not about doing good or doing It's about loving God. It's about, you know, I want to stick close. I want to abide in my Savior, Jesus Christ. And so the things that I want to do is I want to fill my life with, with whatever draws me closer to Him, with whatever gets me just right there with God, right? Embracing Him throughout the rest of my life. And that brings simplicity into our lives when we want to abide in God. And so I want, to, I want to challenge you today to keep it simple, sinner. Right? Keep it simple, sinner. I think I learned that phrase in like a photography class or something in college that I probably dropped out of. But, but keep it simple, stupid was I think the phrase, but we're going to call it this. Keep it simple, sinner. Right? Keep it simple, sinner. Fill your life with His kind of love. With the love biblical love right anything else is going to leave your life empty and yet complicated you're always trying to fill up and yet you're never going to be satisfied right and that's what worldly does whereas somehow it leaves us empty fills us up a little bit of pleasure and then we're emptiness and yet we're so complicated, it just brings all these complications and we don't understand what's happening. And we just, so we chase after that next fill up and then we're hungry again, we're empty again. And, uh, and we're never satisfied. But if we can keep it simple, right, and we can keep our eyes on Jesus Christ, we can know His kind of love and His kind of love transforms everything. <clears throat> So I challenge you today, what kind of love are you seeking? What kind of love are you filling your life with? What kind of 
definition of love are you teaching to your kids and grandkids? Right? That's, that's where we first learn what it is, you know, our ideas about love. Are they biblical love that we find in God's Word? Or is it worldly love that's going to leave a legacy of emptiness and complications and dissatisfaction? Let's pray together. God, again, we just thank You so much that we can study Your Word together. God, Your Word is so powerful, so much greater uh, than we can comprehend and understand. And, and we just need Your help today to illuminate, uh, to, to shine Your light on, on what You're saying to each one of us here today. But I thank You, God, that Your Word is here for each one of us. And, uh, and Lord, I just pray today that if there's anyone here that has no connection to the Bible, no connection to Jesus, has no understanding of what it truly is to follow You. I pray today would be a day of salvation for them. I pray today would be a day they embrace You as Savior and Lord and they repent of that sin and they turn to You for forgiveness and hope and salvation. And God, we pray that You would empower them right now to just surrender their lives to you, to give up into other worldliness and in uh, all that, that comes with that and just say, Lord Jesus, come into my life right now and save you. And save me, Lord. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and give me a new life. And God, if we're believers here today and we've allowed things to get complicated, we've allowed worldly ideas and uh, worldly influences and uh, just bitterness or sin or what you know whatever it is to come in and separate us from you god help us to give it up today help us to cast it out today in jesus name help us to come back to your authority and to be cleansed and made whole so that we might be an example a living example of your love day by day in this world it's so confused so God we cry out for your kind of love for each one of us here today for each person in Walnut Springs we cry out for your kind of love God for people all over this nation and this world we cry out for your kind of love God we need you to bring your simple truth into our lives uh, in, in, the, in the wonderful depth of Your love. And God, as we close today during this time of invitation, we ask You to, to move, God, to draw people to do what You're calling them to do, to be obedient to what You're calling them to be obedient to. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Let's stand together today. and uh, We're in this closing.